Welcome back to the Pleiadian Mom Podcast. I'm so happy you've joined me. In this episode and in forthcoming episodes, I decided to release the sound activation in the beginning of the podcast. I know you'll miss it, but it was just holding me back, so I decided to let it go. That's what we're supposed to do with things that are holding us back, is let them go. For today's podcast, I want to talk about DNA. DNA. The stuff that makes life. Let's talk about it. Yes, DNA. The blueprint for all life. The design code for everything living around you and inside of you. Before we begin, I want to invite you to encapsulate your programming from school or growing up about what DNA is, what it does, how it does what it does, and what it looks like. Just set it over there on the table for now. You can have it back in a moment. Just let it go for a moment. Good. I'd like to just start by letting you know, or reminding you rather, that on a micro microscopic level, if you were to look at a cross section of DNA, it is the exact image of the flower of life. Yes, the sacred geometry that you've been seeing everywhere these days and that I've been talking about in other episodes. It's a beautiful, exact, symmetric image of the seed of life, flower of life, fruit of life, many names for the same image. But in this cross-section of DNA, it's also surrounded by tiny, seeds of life, the exact image, but smaller at precise intervals around the larger image. There's a photo of this on my website, pleadianmom.com, associated specifically with this episode, so you can take a look for yourself. It's fascinating. It's almost, it's almost too hard to believe. But This clearly indicates that everything is connected and that everything is holographic. I'm not going to open the can of worms titled holographic at the moment, but stay tuned for an episode on this. The seed of life, the symbol, it's composed of 13 circles symmetrically intersecting. It's said to be the blueprint of the universe. The blueprint of the universe. Just hold that in a mo- for a moment. What does that even mean? Like, whoa. It contains the basis for design of every atom, 
every molecular structure, every life form, and everything in existence. I mean, these are broad terms we're talking here. Everything in existence in the universe, which in itself is beyond human comprehension. <laughs> it forms the basis for Metatron's cube, which we've talked about before, the tetrahedron, the sriantra, many names for the same sacred geometric symbol. Um, we covered this when we were talking about activating our own personal Merkaba within your chakras. Science has hypothesized and since proven that this truly is the blueprint of all life. All life. And apparently ours as well. If we have an image not only representing the blueprint of creation, but acting as the exact blueprint proven by science, then discover that the same exact form is in our own body, our own DNA, right this second. What does that say about us? It very clearly, very simply, and mathematically illustrates that we are one with the universe and everything in it right now right in this moment without even trying without meditating or being philosophical or even imagining this is the scientific truth I just feel like I want to breathe with that for a moment Not only is it a physical blueprint that codes the creation of frogs and trees and your eyelashes, but it's an image of a frequency, a sound, a vibration. If this image is seen when vibrating water or salt on a tin plate, which we see in cymatics, which is the study of geometry in fluids using frequency and we can do another episode on cymatics it's amazing it's fascinating but that means that frequency creates this image this universal blueprint which also means that frequency sound vibration created and creates our universe and our bodies and lives and thoughts and feelings too. In the Bible, John 1, 1, it states, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Hmm. God and word as a synonym, as the same thing. What word? What is a word but a sound? Frequency, vibration. 
if God is this creation of the universe and is sound, vibration, frequency, which I'm using those three terms interchangeably because it's the same thing, that means that this geometric image, which has been proven to be the blueprint of life, is synonymous with God as well. So when we contemplate this Merkaba, we contemplate the way God creates the universe. The way God is the universe. The way you are the universe. There's no separation. No separation between you and God no separation between you and anyone else or anything else for that matter. This proves that there really is only one of us here right now. And that this is hard to conceptualize as a human thinker. Our brains and our, our programming over our lifetime keep our thinking small. This is the actuality of things on a scientific level. Now let's consider for our own functioning DNA in our own bodies right now. When we were born, we're the product of our mothers, fathers, grandparents, great grandparents, and further down the genetic lines of DNA. And somehow, Simultaneously, you are a completely unique human being with your own preferences and ideas, talents, and handicaps. Do you believe you have influence over your DNA? If we already decided that DNA is frequency, then why not? Are we imprisoned by our own family's health issues? Or can we choose not to vibrate on a frequency that they did using poor food choices or environments or drama and trauma? What if you could inhibit your DNA from quote unquote unlocking certain health issues by living a physically and mentally healthier life? therefore vibrating on a higher frequency. If sound influences the geometric shapes of creation, like we see illustrated in cymatics, then why wouldn't this be true? Does this explain the countless cases of severe health issues being curbed and cured by sound healing, prayer, and positive thought? Let's face it, your lifestyle, your day-to-day activities, behaviors, diet, social media consumption, sleep, etc. affect your personal frequency. They don't just affect it, they dictate it. Could it be possible then that raising your frequency beyond what generations before you ever attained could unlock health improvements? 
perhaps finding yourself with stronger intuition or maybe being the first in your family not to develop a mental health condition, for instance? Have you noticed over time in your life you discover new abilities or talents? Maybe you discover you're good at drawing or playing guitar. Maybe all of a sudden you have a knack for teaching or numbers. Think about it for a moment. I bet you can think of something like this. The school of life is constantly in session. Us humans always have some challenge to face, some issue with a coworker or a tough job of some kind to handle. What if like a video game, when you win a challenge and, and jump to the next level in life, when you make it through your challenges, you get to the next level of consciousness or unlock a prize, which you could be a new area of your DNA you never have been able to access until passing that level of life, so to speak. And bear with me for a second here. What if the fervor and the way you face those challenges in your life dictate the quality of the prize? Perhaps when you face life with bravery and integrity, instead of avoiding or numbing, trying to get away from your problems, you're gifted with the opportunity to discover new beautiful layers of yourself. I believe that's possible and probable, and that this is our incremental path to raising our consciousness and our frequency, which probably is the same thing anyway. Not only does it open new areas of our being, but then we're able to experience more life, more of what we want, including more prosperity, more love, more intelligence, and less of the energies that drag us down, like drama, conflict, addictions, and neurotic behaviors. This is plenty to ponder for one episode. But it is something worth pondering. How we're connected and how our behaviors affect Anyway, thanks for joining me here. Please share if you think someone else might enjoy it or benefit from it. It's a gift to be able to share this with you. And I have to say that this episode is dedicated to my late teacher, Guru Jagat, who passed away 11 days ago. Sadna.